a lot of the times I have to keep my microphone muted on Zoom just so it doesn't distract other people. And there's not a lot I can do, like, right now. And normally, like, I can fall back to sleep really easily. But on this day, it was very loud. I think it was, like, right next to our dorm or above our dorm or just something. And I couldn't fall asleep for a good hour because of just this, like, constant banging. One time I was uh, in class, you know, just taking notes and everything. And it, you know, took my attention away from it for, you know, a couple of seconds. Because at first it, it was loud enough to scare me. It made me jump. Needless to say, this semester is full of new experiences. Attending class remotely is one of them, and some students are hiding a bit more behind their Zoom mute button. Like, I don't know how, like, it can be that loud, or like, why it has to be that loud. That was Applied Movement Science sophomore Caitlin Whitehead. Her semester has been plagued with daily doses of dumpster banging and construction. There's definitely been times like when I was in a breakout room and I can hear like them emptying the dumpsters in the background. And I've had to like apologize or mute myself like from the conversation. Caitlin has been dealing with the noises outside her West Campus apartment window since she moved in. They've become a distraction during her classes and study time. It's very distracting and it can really take away your focus from what you're doing. For example, like during Zoom calls, it just like interrupts, like especially if I have my microphone on and I'm talking like to the class, it's very distracting. Also it distracts my studying and like can just take my focus away from what I'm trying to do, especially like writing papers and stuff like that. Radio, television, film freshman Tessa Kenworthy is facing a similar problem living on the sixth floor of Jester East. Most of the time it's like drilling or hammering. There is sometimes you can hear like people walking too. Like literally just 30 minutes ago, it sounded like somebody was knocking on my door. But it was like people working above me or something. Those are the biggest ones. Sometimes it's like a thorough rhythm, like just like a constant pounding that people have noticed. She doesn't think the noise from the renovations would be as distracting during a normal semester. But like by noon, normally people would be out or people would be studying or in class. So I don't think it would be as big of a deal because people would be gone. Tessa's complaints regarding the noise extend beyond her difficulty studying. It affects her sleep, too. You know, if they're going to do construction, I just don't get why they can't do it at a time when people, like, aren't sleeping. Because, <laughs> like, 8 in the morning, I feel like a lot of college students are still, like, in bed unless they have class or something or just, like, an early bird. I was, like, complaining to my roommate. I was like, what the heck is that? Like, we couldn't figure out where it was coming from or what it was. And it was just so frustrating because she was trying to study and I was trying to fall asleep, but neither of us could really do that very effectively because of this like constant noise. Caitlin has also lost sleep to the noises outside her apartment. I've definitely woken up to the sounds of them like starting construction or emptying the like dumpsters. Depression and stress worsen sleep disturbances, says UT psychology professor, Dr. James Pennebaker. In that case, the pandemic could be a contributing factor. Definitely in interrupted sleep is not good for you. But there's a circular problem, and that is somebody who is, let's say, depressed or borderline depressed or really worrying about stuff, they don't sleep as well, and they're more likely to be annoyed or awakened by noises that normally wouldn't bother them. So it's hard to know what's causing what. It could be that the person is 
already distressed for, you know, it could be the COVID, it could be COVID, it could be anything. And so they're hypersensitive to noise and they're not sleeping as well. The stress of living through something like the COVID-19 pandemic has us all a little on edge. Unfortunately, as ET psychology professor Dr. Art Markman points out, all this stress makes us more prone to notice distractions. The stress that I think everybody's experiencing right now makes us more sensitive to distractions. If you think about what stress is, it's, it's our reaction to some kind of threat in the environment. And, and if you think about the kinds of stresses we have right now, we have some physical stresses like the, the pandemic, uh, as well as just, you know, the stresses of being a college student and navigating classes and things like that. The more stressed you are, the more that you tend to be vigilant for stuff, unexpected things that are happening in the world around you which then makes you uh, pay attention to those things. This theory checks out. One of Tessa's main complaints about the renovation noises near her dorm is she never knows when they're coming. It's kind of just weighing on my nerves because it's not like an expected, like, okay, it's 3 o'clock, like it's time for the construction. Like it just kind of happens randomly throughout the day and it always sometimes it catches me off guard. Like many students, aerospace engineering major Schaefer Teague spent much more time at home than expected this year. Because his family wasn't planning on accommodating him for that long, Schaefer didn't have a place to himself for six months. Understandably stressful. The experience affected his ability to concentrate. I used to be pretty good about like tuning stuff out or you just putting music on or something. But I've found that like after this summer because I basically my family like moved houses and so like they didn't think I would be back for an extended amount of time uh, at my house, but I ended up spending six months sleeping and working in my living room and that kind of like like it didn't help and I kind of you know ever since then I've had a little bit more trouble focusing than I used to have. Dr. Pennebaker argues that the noise students are experiencing in their work from home environments is likely not louder than the noise distractions around campus before the pandemic. Is this noise worse than it's been? I'm going to go out on the limb and say it probably isn't. Having been around the university for UT and other universities my whole life, the student areas, they're always noisy. They're always distractions. In our isolation, we've grown accustomed to a certain degree of silence, so loud, unexpected noises from the outside world seem more disruptive. You know, I have to keep coming back to, we forget what it was like even a year ago. A year ago seems so, so far away. In normal life, there's always been a lot of noise, but it was, that was just part of life. People just didn't think of it the way they are now. Maybe it's because we're so used to it's being kind of quiet, and so when we hear any noises, they are far more disruptive than they were a year ago. Now, if being told that your stress is only making a stressful situation worse stresses you out, don't worry. There are ways to break the cycle. Dr. Markman suggests finding a socially distant location to work outside of your living space. You know, maybe maybe trying to find some other environments to go to. There's a lot of great spaces on campus that got set up that are good socially distanced places to, to study or to read or to, you know, uh, attend a class uh, online that can get you out of, out of your normal environment. So... You know, really recognizing that you're going to be extra distractible right now, I think it's going to be an important first step. If you're worried about being distracted by the sights and sounds of the outside world after being cooped up for so long, don't be. In fact, these things will likely make you more productive.
The funny thing is, by being around other people who are also studying, you benefit from something called goal contagion, which is this, this idea that when, when you see other people doing something, it makes you more likely to want to do the same thing. It's, it's one of the reasons why you're more likely to exercise if you go to the gym than if you just try to do it on your own. And, and it works for studying, too. For Schaefer, who has been dealing with noisy neighbors in his West Campus apartment complex, Dr. Pennebaker would suggest this. Go say hello. I do think living a completely isolated life is far big, far bigger a stressor and problem uh, than... Uh, than the noise per se, and and it could be you know sometimes the noise can can be maddening, but the reality is is let's not lose sight of the fact that people need to be making connections with others. They they need to hear the noise of, of a neighbor. They need to you know say hello to a neighbor. They need to you know talk about the weather with a neighbor. And Schaefer would agree. I think the biggest thing that's been affecting me recently is I realize I'll go like a couple of days without leaving my apartment. And then I get kind of in a rut. And then I realize as soon as I go out and like go for a walk or like, you know, get coffee uh, with a friend or something, it like resets that thing in my head. Now, taking a walk with a friend likely won't silence the dumpster in Caitlin's alley or stop the renovation outside Tessa's dorm or even keep Schaefer's neighbors from stopping around their living room. However, the isolation and stress triggered by the pandemic make students more distractible and prone to irritation from unexpected noises. Prioritizing self-care and human connection is a concrete step students can take to be more productive. If you're somebody who doesn't call others, who doesn't connect with others, uh, force yourself to do it because you're not getting that uh, in our current COVID environment. And humans need other humans. For The Daily Texan, I'm Carly Rose. Good morning, America! Wake up, people! Cameras up! Greetings like these start the day for all UT students now that classes have transitioned online. Education freshman Laura Davis says that she felt her depression getting worse during the summer because she had a lot of time to dwell on negative thoughts. When classes started, she was happy to have something else to occupy her mind. I like always think of like Newton's law. Whatever's emotion like will stay in motion. As long as I'm doing something, I'm okay. But if I'm not, I just kind of shut down. The University Counseling and Mental Health Center had seen a 38% increase in counseling sessions at the start of the pandemic, according to Daily Texan reporting. Ginny Merrill is the Associate Director for Clinical Services at CMHC. She noticed students struggling to cope with the stress of everything when they couldn't go out or see a friend. We're all experiencing the same thing, but nobody's experience of it is the same, you know. And so people are trying to cope in really creative ways because for most of us, our typical coping strategies have been taken away. Junior Adam Berkaker Hernandez finds it hard to concentrate on four or five hours of Zoom classes a day, only to just have more work waiting for him afterwards. And it, I, it makes me at least feel like I'm in a, a simulation, if you could say. <laughs> Every day is like the same, I guess. There's no difference. Dr. Merrill has a quick tip to help with the strain on your eyes and your mind. She recommends looking at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds every 20 minutes. It's the 20-20-20 rule. 
sitting for eight hours straight a day staring at our screen is not not the best use of our time and we have to be doing something different with our bodies. It's a different classroom environment and I know students are wanting to adjust and find ways to help them feel better. Adam had a hard time keeping up with his classes in this format. He already had to drop a class and is considering taking a gap semester if remote learning continues into the spring. I definitely think the workload has increased and it's because of the pandemic, because a lot of professors are expecting us to have more time, but they don't realize that we need some time mentally for ourselves and, you know, just to catch up and sleep. Dr. Merrill talks to many students whose academic or personal plans got derailed because of the pandemic. She encourages students to be forgiving with themselves if they're not exactly where they wanted to be, and to reach out to mental health services if they feel like they really need help. So people are having to sit with things like ambiguity and sit in distress of not knowing. And those are honestly two of the hardest things that we can do. If folks think that they're not doing well right now or not doing as well as they should be, give yourself a little bit of a break on that. For Daily Texan Audio, I'm Laura Morales. Life in Orange is a production of the Daily Texans Audio Department. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. For more content, follow us on Twitter at Texan Audio or at The Daily Texan. I'm audio editor Harper Carlton. Thank you for listening.